Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Right now, we welcome our friend Kim Jovanovich, former assistant dean of engineering and current professor of practice in electrical and computer engineering at UNO to talk about the vulnerability of our electrical grid to vandalism or attack, kind of like what happened in North Carolina. How you doing, Kim? I'm doing fine, Tommy. Thank you for having me on as your guest this morning. Thanks for taking the time with us, my alma mater, UNO, I should point out. Tell me what happened in North Carolina and the problems that ensued. Sure. Well, you know, a couple of weekends ago, um, two dozen bullets were fired into two substations about 10 miles apart uh, in North Carolina. And it knocked about 40,000 people without power. Fortunately, within about a week, it was all restored. But it, it does speak to um, this ability of crime extending not just to people, but shooting up valuable equipment that is very difficult to replace and is very expensive uh, to keep in inventory. You know, in a substation, um, there, there's a lot of parts that, that could be targeted. Uh, you know, there's circuit breakers uh, in these substations. Those things are, you know, twenty-five dollars to $80,000, let's say. Wow. You have disconnects in those substations. Think of those as like the transfer switch that some of your listeners may have where your generator automatically cuts over if you lose power. Mm -hmm. uh, think about those disconnects as being that, that sort of thing. But, you know, when you get into a substation and you're starting to talk about the amount of current and voltages, those disconnects are, you know, twenty-five to forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000. But the, the biggest target of all is the transform. You know, that's the thing that looks like curling iron sticking out of it, right? All those those insulators and those big ears, it looks like, a you know, an alien contraption. Mm -hmm. Those are the transformers. And those um, are not cheap. Those can be anywhere from, let's say, 250000 to maybe as much as $800,000. Their vulnerability comes about because they're so big. I mean, some of those things are the size of small railroad boxcars. Wow. And while they're made out of steel, you know, steel on the outside, a high-powered rifle can easily penetrate that. Now, when you get into the inside of that transformer, there's a couple of real uh, dangerous things that can go on. You might remember years ago, 
there was this controversy about PCB oil. Mm-hmm. It was in the ballast of fluorescent light fixtures. Those are transformers. Um, it's polychlorinated biphenyls is, is what PCB stands for. That's the Betty Crocker recipe for that. And it was a carcinogenic type of oil. So back around 1980, they stopped using that type of, of chemistry in the transformers. But mineral oil and combinations of that replaced that cooling oil. Remember, transformers are not perfect. They heat. And in order to maintain themselves, they have to get rid of that heat. So this oil is a conductor for the heat, and then the case usually has fins on it, and you want air to circulate over that to keep it cool. You put a bullet hole in that transformer, and you lose the oil. The transformer is going to take itself out because of the heat. That transformer can serve a great number of people. Remember, the substation is that intermediary between generation and in the middle of transmission distribution. And so what happens is you take out that, you can easily take out 40, 50, 60, 80,000 people. And that's what happened in North Carolina. These two transformers took out 40,000 people with bullet holes. The second thing that happens is the way these transformers work. It's a beautiful item, and I'll, maybe I'll, I'll do it in layman terms in a, in a minute or two. Couldn't hurt. But there's copper windings in the inside of the transformer. And if the bullet puts a hole and the oil runs out, fine. Maybe you can weld that hole. Maybe you can fill it with the material and redo the oil. But if the bullet pierces one of the copper coils, the transformer is useless. At that point, the transformer has to be replaced. That's not an easy thing to do. It's going to take that portion of the substation down. But the problem is the supply chain for transformers. The majority of those transformers, Tommy, are built in China, Mm. which means they have to be shipped from China. COVID put a dent in the supply chain. And then with all the natural disasters we've had, any substation transformers that may have been sitting around in inventory have been focused on other areas of the country where winter storms have happened and hurricanes have happened. So it's, a, it's, a, it's an item that can really cause some problems in terms of delays for getting it redone. What's the solution? Well, you put a concrete wall all the way around your substation. That costs a lot of money. Concrete walls stop wind flow. And then if you have a hurricane, now you've got a large surface for wind pressure. So you have some structural things to worry about. So just imagine all the substations, when you're riding around Jefferson, Orleans, St. Tammany, St. Bernard, St. Charles, when you're riding around, look at the substations. They're all chain link fences or they're, uh, you know, iron rock railings that maybe beautify them. Bullets go right through that stuff. And so I'm concerned, not only as an engineer, but I'm concerned as a consumer that I'm not sure there's an easy way to protect our substations from this type of vandalism. In North Carolina, those two substations were 10 miles apart. And they found 24 casings 
from high-powered rifles. This is not the only time this has happened. Back in 2013, out in California for Pacific Gas and Electric, there were several substations that were taken out and how they did it. When the investigators went out there, and again, this is 2013, just outside San Jose, as I, as I seem to recall, they actually had spray paint marks on the ground where they had coordinated exactly where the shooters need to position themselves. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. They found cut fiber optic control lines to the substations, and they shot more than 100 rounds through the chain link fence that was protecting that particular substation. In that incident, you ready? 50,000 gallons of cooling oil was lost out of 17 transformers. And in that area, there were 21 transformers. They lost all but four transformers from the shooters. I mean, it's, it, it, it was just unbelievable. So, you know, how are you going to stop this? Well, there's, let me take a break. No let me take a break, and we'll pick it up there, and we come back because, um, you know, somebody texted in. It's easy. You just build um, cement brick walls 10 feet high, and you just explain why that would not be uh, an answer, an easy solution to it. There are no easy situ, uh, situ, uh Let me start all over. There are no easy solutions to complex problems. We'll continue to talk about this with Kim Jovanovich when we come back, former assistant dean of engineering and current professor of practice in electrical and computer engineering at UNO. We always talk about hardening the grid, and this seems to be an especially vulnerable area. And keep thinking about that thing I told you about in New Zealand where they're going to have people age out of buying cigarettes, where they said now they made a law that said you have to, you, you can't buy a cigarette unless you were born on or after January 1st, 2009. Do you want your kids to have the right to smoke? We'll take calls on that around 9.30. Taking a break, back in a flash, Tommy Tucker, WWL. 9.26, back to Kim Jovanovich, former assistant dean of engineering and current professor of practice in electrical and computer engineering at my alma mater, UNO. So how do you harden the, the grid against something? How do you harden substations? Somebody texted in, there's a 10-foot wall around a substation on the corner of West Esplanade and and Power Boulevard, I don't know if there is or there isn't, but how do you harden the grid against, say, uh, uh, and let's face it, guns are prevalent in the country, you can get them anywhere, and I'm not advocating that there's any legislation that would work to prevent that from happening, but if a coordinated terrorist group were to decide to take out um, power substations all over the country, that would uh, we're pretty vulnerable to that, are we not? Absolutely. 
Um, that's one massive problem, and it's a, and it's a, in my opinion, it's it's a very difficult one to to get a grasp on. The last time I looked, Entergy has about thirteen hundred substations, and across the country, across the United States, there's about sixty thousand substations. That was the last of the the data I was I was able to collect uh, last year sometime. I keep little notes on how things are going, and um, there are about thirty thousand, uh, three thousand power companies um, across the United States as well. And there have been conferences where this has been a subject to be discussed. How are we going to protect our substations from, is this a new problem? How are we going to protect our substations against this type of neighborhood vandalism? And most of them did exactly what one of your callers said. They built concrete walls around some of the substations to stop bullets. But not everybody does that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's very costly to do that. Some of that cost, guess what, is passed back to us. And one of my fears is that, from my point of view, I see this as a real problem. I'm sure from your point of view and, and everybody else's, we have guns everywhere. Uh, let's start shooting, you know, power stations out. And to me, that's a, a real, a real problem. I'm afraid that until there's more of this happening. It's not going to get the attention it deserves. And, and I don't. I, I, no, I understand what you're be- saying. You're not advocating it. And it would seem like um, uh, a prophylactic measure would be to, to talk about it now and, and to harden the system so it couldn't happen. But apparently nobody's concerned with that or it's all about the money or they've got bigger concerns because it seems like a cyber attack is one thing and very serious and not to be discounted. But this is so low tech. Um, I can't I can't believe that. it. And again, given the prevalence of of guns in the country and you can be for guns, you can be against guns. But one thing you can't dispute is that there are a lot of guns in the country and they're easy to get. So I I don't know, Kim, you're you're in the professional circles. Nobody seems to be watching this. Well, if they are, I'm not seeing it in the literature. Mm. Uh, I think we all talk about it around the water you know, tank and, and around the coffee pots. Um, but, you know, engineering has got some pieces of, and parts associated with it. You know, engineers and scientists, given enough time and money, can solve any problem. I mean, you just saw this week we we worked on the fusion problem. I want to talk to you about that, as a matter of fact. And that's like a contractor. Can you do this? I can do anything you want. You got the money? Sure, absolutely, right? That's exactly right. What real engineering, though, is trying to keep your feet on the ground trying to be realistic in a solution to a problem while also trying to fit it in to the accounting practices. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's always about, it's not the academic solution to a problem. It's the practical right. solution to a problem within the financial realism that you live with. And when you start looking at where you're going to get the biggest return on your investment, uh, a power company, it might be better for them to invest in a different type of fuel to run a power facility or to put in an additional substation someplace or to, as we've talked about, bury an underground cable going to a substation than it is to beautify the substation for the neighborhood, realizing that that beautification is a concrete wall to stop bullets. And so it's, it's all about what makes sense. Uh, what's a good solution? It's about minimizing the risks within the f- 
finances that you have to do. And that's what comes, unfortunately, that's what engineering many times is all about. It's a technical solution within the financial realism. Uh, and that's not always the optimal solution. Hey, let me talk to you about this fusion thing, because I don't know if that is something to do with nuclear power. It seems like nuclear would be the way to go in terms of clean energy. I know it's not completely clean, but talk about all of that for me, if you would, please. Sure, I'd be happy to. You know, within a, a normal nuclear reactor kind of situation, we've always blown things apart, right? We've always cracked the atom and released particles high-speed particles, lots of energy. That process is what we know as fission, right? We rip things apart. Um, fusion uh, starts with the same letter, but it's the assemblage. We are putting things together instead of taking them apart. A fusion, you know, is a pretty nice word. It explains it very well. In the case of the nuclear fusion that we're trying to do, as the sun does, it takes two hydrogen atoms and pushes them together with the heat of the sun in such a way, and, and of course the heat from the sun is actually the, where it's coming from, the, the fusion reaction, but we're creating the second element, right? Hydrogen's the first element. We push two hydrogens together, we get the second element, which is helium. Now, the sun does that pretty well automatically, sustains for billions of years. We're trying to do it within a laboratory condition. We've got to generate pretty high temperatures to make that happen. Temperatures on the order of about 200 million uh, degrees Fahrenheit. That's a lot of heat. It'll melt most things. So we have to try to contain that when we take and push these hydrogen elements together, hydrogen atoms together. And one way that the United States has, has been focused on, and again, no pun intended there, is to take 200 lasers. And these 200 lasers are focused down on a small little pellet. Uh, the pellet's a few millimeters uh, in diameter. And that pellet contains hydrogen. And if all the lasers are striking the surface of that pellet, totally surrounding that pellet. In other words, if you have an opening and the laser comes in and it heats that section, but if there's a place for all of this energy to escape, you can't contain the reaction. So these lasers have to be, it's kind of like holding an egg in your hand. You want all the pressure to be totally around the little uh, egg so that it doesn't break open. Well, you're trying to do that with 200 high-powered lasers all focused at the same time on top of this little tiny pellet. When that happens, that pellet is superheated, and the end result is the hydrogen inside the pellet is fused into helium, and it sustains itself for a little while. That was the breakthrough this week, uh, enough to heat two and a half gallons of water. In Europe, there a different method using a Russian word called a tokamak. A tokamak is a magnetic bottle. And what they do is they heat the element, but that uh, energy has to be contained in the center so that it doesn't touch the walls of the container. It's going to melt the walls. 200 degrees Fahrenheit is 
pretty high. And so they use magnetic fields to then focus that energy to stay in the center of the bottle so that the fusion reaction can happen. Sooner or later, we're going to figure out the mechanism for making that very efficient. Right now, we're just happy we got a little bit over the threshold so that we can say we got a little bit more energy out than we put in with all of this energy you need to generate 200 million degrees. And the hope is that in maybe another 10 years or so, we'll have perfected that technology enough to be able to say we can use these instead of nuclear reactors. Tommy, we wouldn't have atomic rods to worry about getting rid of. We wouldn't have radioactive waste. And so it's a... That's huge. improvement, right, to the way we think about things. And as today's political environment is, it'd be zero carbon footprint. With the European approach, you're talking about ITER, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm talking about. Jordan just texted me that, Kim, and he said, if I wanted to impress you, I could say that. And you knew I was bluffing, didn't you? I have a tell. You knew I was bluffing, didn't you? That's why I agreed with you. I didn't want to embarrass you on the air. I knew it. I knew you knew I was bluffing. (laughs) Thank you, Kim. I appreciate your time as always. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.